0: Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men, 15 minutes, oh, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord. Gird your armor on, stand firm, everyone, rest your... Happy Monday, Edwin. Happy Lord Monday, Andrew. Happy Monday to all of our Text Talk listeners. We're glad you're with us. I think, are we in the last full week of January?
1: I think probably so.
0: Probably so. Yeah, there's yes, a couple yes, of days me. of
1: January next week, but...
0: he asked me these trick questions. I don't always have the calendar in front of me.
1: <laughs> I was like, we blitzed through this first month of 2024. I feel like just yesterday we were saying, Happy New Year. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's exactly
1: and, right. And now we're trying to collect our receipts and such for taxes. Oh,
0: it's that season, isn't it? <laughs> oh,
1: man. It's brutal. It's oh, brutal. It's awful. It's awful.
0: But, but good news, yeah. John 20. Yeah, that's right, good news. Yeah. Particularly after... Friday, which was Uh, a great study, a lot of good talks in John 19, but... A little bit of a downer. It ends with the death and the burial of Jesus, and that's where the chapter break is. The king is dead. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Well, you know what? How about this week? You read the chapter for us, please. All right. And so what, you've got your legacy standard there? I sure do. So John chapter 20, why don't you go ahead and just read that
0: whole thing. Now, on the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene came early to the tomb. While it was still dark and saw the stone already taken away from the tomb. So she ran and came to Simon Peter and to the other disciple whom Jesus loved and said to them, They have taken away the Lord out of the tomb, and we do not know where they have laid him. So Peter and the other disciple went forth, and they were going to the tomb, and the two were running together. And the other disciple ran ahead faster than Peter and came to the tomb first. And stooping and looking in, he saw... The linen wrappings lying there, but he did not go in. And so Simon Peter also came following him and entered the tomb. And he saw the linen wrappings lying there and the face cloth, which had been on his head, not lying with the linen wrappings, but folded up in a place by itself. So the other disciple who had first come to the tomb then also entered and he saw and believed. For as yet, they did not understand the scripture that he must rise again from the dead. So the disciples went away again to where they were staying. But Mary was standing outside the tomb crying. And so as she was crying, she stooped to look into the tomb. And she saw two angels in white sitting, one at the head and one at the feet, where the body of Jesus had been lying. And they said to her, Woman, why are you crying? She said to them, Because they have taken away my Lord, and I do not know where they have laid him. When she had said this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there, and did not know that it was Jesus. Jesus said to her, Woman, why are you crying? Whom are you seeking? Thinking him to be the gardener, she said to him, Sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you have laid him, and I will take care of him. Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned and said to him in Hebrew, Rabboni, which means teacher. Jesus said to her, stop clinging to me for I have not yet ascended to the father, but go to my brothers and say to them, I ascend to my father and your father and my God and your God. Mary Magdalene came announcing to the disciples, I have seen the Lord and that he had said these things to her. So while it was evening on that day, the first day of the week, and while the doors were uh, shut where the disciples were for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood in their midst and said to them, Peace be with you. And When he had said this, he showed them both his hands and his side. The disciples then rejoiced when they saw the Lord. So Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, I also send you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, their sins have been forgiven them. If you retain the sins of any, they have been retained. But Thomas, one of the twelve, called Didymus, was not with them when Jesus came. So the other disciples were saying to him, We have seen the Lord. But he said to them, Unless I see in his hands the imprint of the nails, and put my finger into the place of the nails, and put my hand into his side, I will not believe. And after eight days his disciples were again inside, and Thomas with them. Jesus came, the doors having been shut, and stood in their midst, and said, Peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, Bring your finger here, and see my hands. And bring your hand here and put it into my side, and do not be unbelieving, but believe. Thomas answered and said to him, My Lord and my God. Jesus said to him, Because you have seen me, have you believed? Blessed are those who do not see and yet believed. Therefore many other signs Jesus also did in the presence of the disciples, which are not written in this book, But these have been written so that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the son of God, and that believing you may have life in his name. The king is risen.
1: He is here. He is risen. The king is risen indeed, Friday. Perhaps I should say he is not here. (laughs) He is risen. (laughs) He's not here. He's risen. Yeah, that's exactly it. We've got uh, Mary Magdalene going to the tomb and finding that it is empty and running to the disciples and letting them know. And they're not understanding what's happened until Jesus himself reveals himself and Mm -hmm. speaks peace to them. And then, of course, there's Thomas, who wasn't there for that first Uh, revelation and revealing and so and then a week later he reveals himself to Thomas and then the whole chapter caps caps off with our author saying this is why I've written this entire book that you may believe these are the things we're going to be talking about this week but let's just kick off with he is risen
0: at first the stone rolled back this empty tomb presents its own mystery yeah where is Jesus, where is the body of Jesus? Verse nine said, for as yet they did not understand the scripture that he must rise again from the dead. Yeah,
1: let me ask you about that. Yeah. Well, maybe you were about to say something. I'll let well, you finish.
0: I, yeah, I was, that is, as he is, uh, as John is recounting this, and it's very much this testimony, an eyewitness testimony of our, of our gospel writer, I think he puts himself back to that time that there was confusion about this, Uh, perhaps wonder, but particularly confusion because clearly this body is gone. And what does he say? Well, Peter went in that tomb first, even though I won the foot race to the tomb. (laughs) And I go in, but we both saw the same thing. All the body is gone, but all of the grave wrappings, all of the clothing is there, and the wrapping around his head. So it's like, where is this body? What is he wearing? Yeah. What's going on? Right. It's very confusing. Yeah. Now,
1: here's my question. I've just struggled with this. I still don't know that I know the answer. I think my take on it is actually a little bit different than a lot of people. In verse 8, John writes, the other disciple, I think referring to himself, Mm -hmm. who had reached the tomb first also went in and he saw... And believed Mm -hmm. now I've known a lot of people and I'm not going to be dogmatic about this. And and if you are are there as well, or disagree with me, or if you agree with me, I don't know. I just, I just want to throw this out. A lot of people say, Oh, John believed Jesus was risen from the dead. But I struggle with that because the very next sentence is for as yet, they did not understand the scripture that he must rise from the dead. Mm -hmm. I've, I take this belief here is not that he believed Jesus had risen from the dead but that he believed Mary that the tomb was empty. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that, okay. Uh, because I, It's just hard mm. for me to have him believing in the resurrection, but then saying, but as yet, we didn't understand the yeah, scripture understand. that he must rise huh. from the dead. And then in all of the other accounts, the disciples still don't believe no matter who tells them right. until Jesus shows up. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'm I'm really struggling. And if John believes, why does he go back to his home instead of staying there with Mary and saying, Mary, here's what's going on. He has risen from the dead. And you know, so I just really struggle. I, I don't know. What's your take on that? I, I'm just not sure what to do with that.
0: You know, I, I appreciate you making that connection to Mary's account. Um, but first off, you know, it, it's one of the things, I don't know if we'll talk more about this later in the week. Maybe we will. I know we want to talk about Mary for a day. Oh, yeah. But the the idea that the first gospel proclaimer, or I guess I should say the first herald of an empty tomb mm-hmm. is a woman mm-hmm. because there is a cultural context and then we would view it a little differently today I understand But in that time particularly um, Maybe they wouldn't be fully convinced to believe the report Yeah Of a woman Sure Gotta go see for myself
1: So they go and they see and they believe The tomb is like, empty okay, Something is has happened thing. But and, and it says And they believed for as yet They did not understand the scripture That he must rise from the dead I, I think mm-hmm. it's saying they believed somebody stolen the body <laughs> Yeah, (laughs) they've taken the Lord because they do not yet understand. The scripture says he's supposed to rise from the dead. And so then Mary gets left behind and she sees the angels and then she sees the uh, she's Jesus. And it's not until there's some interaction back and forth between the other women and the disciples and then Jesus revealing himself as risen that any of them believe yeah. in the resurrection mm-hmm. I okay, I'm, okay I may be way off on that but that's kind of where I here am here on this particular verse yeah. but in the end whatever John believed right here what we are to believe and know now, is the body was not stolen. Mm -hmm. The body was raised. Mm -hmm. The spirit of the Lord, he gave up his spirit. Right. The body and the spirit were separated. And of course, according to James, that is death. Correct. And now the spirit and the body have been reunited and resurrected and risen from the grave. Mm -hmm. And Jesus demonstrates himself in that. And this is the singular most important event in all of history. Yes. It changed everything, how we view everything before it. And it should change how we experience everything after it yes yes remember in the beginning of this gospel account back in john chapter 2 they asked jesus what sign do you give that allows you to cleanse this temple and jesus said well you destroy this temple and in three days i'm going to raise it up and it wasn't until after jesus rose from the dead that the apostles realized oh he wasn't talking about the temple. Yeah. He was talking about the temple of his body. He had tabernacled among us, dwelling among us in this body. That body was destroyed on a cross. And on the third day, it rose. This is what he was talking about, and
0: this is what matters. I was reading some history the other day for uh, another project I'm working on, and it just emphasized the fact of what a great accomplishment this was that Herod had built up the temple and refurbished the temple and, and made it amazing, that the final reconstruction project on that thing actually wasn't done Until 64, (laughs) until 64, which means there was still some construction building going on in the days of Jesus, right? Right. And then six years later in AD 70, the whole thing gets destroyed. Wow. Brick upon brick, taken apart. Yeah. Uh, You know, just to, to, I guess, underscore the uh, confusion about Jesus' words, of course, that didn't make sense. those critics and bystanders, but he was talking about his own body in this resurrection. And so when this happens, this is the
1: greatest sign that he has the authority. This is the greatest sign that he has the power for us to follow and surrender and submit. I think about Paul coming back to this resurrection, to the gospel message, the heart of it in 1 Corinthians 15. and that he was raised on the third day in accordance with the scriptures, that he appeared to Cephas, then to the twelve. Then he appeared to more than 500 brothers at one time, most of whom are still alive, though some have fallen asleep. Then he appeared to James, then to all the apostles. Last of all, as to one untimely born, he appeared also to me. For I am the least of the apostles, unworthy to be called an apostle, because I persecuted the church of God. And then we drop down to verse 12. Now, if Christ is proclaimed as raised from the dead, Yeah. The this is the key. This is what matters. This event, the fact that it happened in real earth time, in a real place, that it really did happen. Mm -hmm. This is why we are Christians.
0: Amen. Amen.
1: Let's talk more about John as the week goes on, brother. How about you wrap us up in prayer?
0: Our great God and Father, we thank you, Lord, for today. We thank you for the testimony of your word. We thank you for the truth. That Jesus Christ died for our sins Was buried and rose again And all this according to the scriptures Father we have this testimony in the Gospel of John and all these gospels As those who saw And they they touched and they Experienced and they know and they bear Witness and Father we believe that Testimony and we trust your word That those who have not Seen and yet believed Are blessed in Jesus Name amen. Amen
1: Thanks for talking about the text with us today